0: Is an anime-style cosmic horror mystery action adventure game. If you think that's a mouthful, just wait mm-hmm. until we start the X meets Y thing. Dan J's comedy hour podcast is simply a horror thing. It's true. And oh. I'm Dan and oh. J's a nameless
1: monstrosity. Yeah, I'm an NPM,
0: non-player monster. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now I, uh, that's from this thing that I think Aaron and I, I think we. I really want to say we got it from Taylor. Okay. We thought it was a graphic novel, and we hadn't had a chance to look at it yet. But then we realized it's actually a tabletop role-playing game based Ooh. on the Fate System, where you basically you're you go to school trying to be normal, mm-hmm. but there's occult monsters out there. And then this takes place. This takes place where that ends,
1: basically. <laughs> like, Interesting. That's pretty fun.
0: Yeah. Like ba- the whole concept of it. You know how every every Harry Potter movie is about Harry Potter and, and his ilk trying to stop some grandiose thing, a basilisk, sure. or a dragon, whatever, right? There's always sure. some monster do movie. Mm-hmm. That's basically how this works, is there's some sort of unknown h- cosmic horror, mm-hmm. and the whole adventure over the multiple sessions is how do you learn about it and stop it? Interesting. That's yeah. kind of cool. So I'm going to have to look through that, because that might be a fun fun one-shot to do, one that's kind of ab- abbreviated. Yeah, that would be good. It uses dice in a different way. It uses mm-hmm. what's called fate dice, uh-huh. which you can also just use regular dice for it. You just have to, uh, because two sides are a plus, two sides are a minus, and two sides are normal. And it's okay. either a plus, a minus, or nothing. Okay. And so the highest score you can get is an eight. Okay. And it's usually either versus another, some, something
1: else's role or a number that you're going against.
0: But it's a lot simpler in that, the way that
1: goes. We should consider at some point zooming in a bunch of drinking game people to do an RPG. Yeah? Uh, I will pick the ones that I think will be the best players.
0: <laughs> I, would, I would definitely pick something that's a lot more story-driven. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of games mm-hmm. whose, whose design is around telling a story versus yeah rolling dice. She sure, is sure, sure. a very simulation mechanic type game, mm-hmm. which to make, gives it a little bit more of a learning curve. Um,
1: I will bet a lot of these nerds have played though. I will bet a lot of them have played. I'll ask poss- around, possibly. Though. but it would be a good way to try something new, too, for sure. Um, we're doing uh, Clue. I guess I'm just pre-promoting now. We're doing Clue uh, in a week. He's pre-moting. Pre-moting. Mm. Pre-moting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's before the regular moting. Um, yeah, when you actually moat something. Pre-moting can't get you pregnant. So, That's, right. so you know. That's what they all say. That's what they say. It's not true. Don't believe them when they tell you that, ladies. Good segue. Let's tell them about our video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't know what to pick. I was flipping through the videos. First looking for a video, and then I got sidetracked for an hour, realizing I haven't timestamped these videos. Can I timestamp any of these videos? (laughs) And I had this problem that I've had before, Dan, I think we've talked about it, um, being your own archivist and also having been interested in it a long time. Uh, I get about once a year, I get a weird panic attack where I'm like, do I really know when we started making videos? I'm not sure. And then like, I dig back and I like, All right, I've already proven it. But this time I wrote it down for myself in the future. Like I know when it was, there's some other things that are heavily timestamped, including some videos where we actually have the camera timestamp on, which I think is accurate. Um, like there's one where you might as well be holding up a newspaper. You're holding up a recent uh, yearbook and it's like, it, it might as uh-huh. well, at the very least tells us what year it isn't. Um, yet so yeah or is past that is it, you know what I'm saying you get it right you get I, it. I know what you're trying to say so and then I flip through and I'm like what the fuck are we gonna watch is any of this short this is not short it's about four minutes long uh, which I mean is short except
0: relatively for us at least
1: for us Um, and if it were done today we might you know do close-ups on the whiteboard that you guys are using so that we could see I anything say that we're fucking drawing could uh, not see a single, like, you could uh-huh. kind of see a little bit, but for the uh-huh. most part, it was just nothing. Yeah, this was shot at AO Fox Memorial Hospital and Hospital. Went upstate for a second in one of the uh, education rooms because my dad was in the education department. This has a whiteboard, it has a bunch of seats, and we've got, we're trading off, as you can imagine, uh, being the teacher and the students. So I think each right. of us played teacher once. So it's yourself, myself, Gribnish, and Mike. And, uh, the one I picked was Mike playing a character named Mr. Tweeter. Oh, god. Hi, Mr. Well, Tweeter. Mr. Tweeter? Mr. Tweeter. What? Mr. Tweeter. What? <laughs> Take off your headphones. Take off your headphones. Uh. <laughs> Take off your headphones, please. How are you? What are, what are we, what are we, uh, learning today? Okay. You know I want to
0: learn about sex. Okay.
1: <laughs> see? What's this? Is a, okay, see? See? Okay. First, I have to do <laughs> this. <laughs> okay? And then go this way and this way. Okay, this happens first. And then well, this happens. <laughs> and he goes that way,
0: which is called birth. Because Apparently. he has a thing. He does have a thing
1: <laughs> for his character names.
0: And you come in trying to be, trying to be the rebel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and But except that Mike was just not focusing on anything really. Like, uh-huh. he wasn't leading the scene anywhere. So no. you had to become Mr. Director uh-huh.
1: slacker. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, with Mike, there was at the very least my uh, control freakiness was motivated when he was uh, in a scene or leading a scene. Yeah. Because uh, I, I at least, uh, that is, I guess that's where I learned how to take control of a scene is uh, in situations like that um yeah <laughs> whereas i also had a perfectly competent improviser in yourself and i'd be like now like where this is going yeah and just shit all over it um and i guess but, he want. so he's a kind of teacher that asks, what do you guys want to learn about today
0: yeah he's one of those yeah you know he, he had to take away his headphones and cd player and force <laughs> him to teach you something was and it plugged so... in? because
1: you can hear music most of the time yeah yeah they were <laughs> So then, Oh, uh, yeah, because he had brought it to use it for music videos. That's why it was yep. even with us. <laughs> yep. Okay. okay. So right. then
0: I was like, I want to learn about sex. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So
1: then he draws
0: two little stick figures. I assume, yeah, that's what it looks like. With arrows point on the top one going both directions, saying, uh-huh. you do that. Uh-huh. You go these directions. Uh-huh. And then he drew another stick figure <laughs> with a tiny stick figure coming out of the bottom of it, mm-hmm. saying, and then nine months later, you... <laughs> have a baby and it goes out like this mm-hmm. it was very it was a very clinical description of sex and the repercussions of it apparently
1: uh-huh uh uh-huh. and then you ask <laughs> you say quite specifically i want to know more about sex and he, and he says i don't know much about sex yeah so then i'm like so then
0: i start i ask if i can take over because you know. So then I'm like, I know some other ways you can do it, and so then I start mm-hmm. drawing doggy style. Yeah, of course. Of course and, this and I make is you. Uh, mine. Mine, I make sure have boobies. Yes, so you know yes, which yes. Ones. Because and by very the way, at this point, know which one is the woman? This is apparently. right
1: when we start killing Gribnish, because she starts laughing uncontrollably yes, for an extended does. period of time, um, and it's delightful.
0: I, I, I wrote down this is very mature. This is uh-huh. very mature comedy advice. And then I draw again <laughs> mm-hmm. where uh, he's. I he's trying to stop me now because sex is inappropriate in school. Yes,
1: yes, 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 right.
0: Uh, and so then I start drawing, you know, cow, cowgirl. Style. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and she sits I, on I, him like this. And yeah. I and then I yeah. So then and I finish and then he goes all over his
1: place and just do like a little squiggle all over. The oh yeah, place. that's right. Okay. <laughs> and then is this the point where you're like you're just. Being persistent and like putting multiple marker. Caps yeah, in he kept taking marker. the markers away, so I pop it all the lid rubber. off. I never
0: would spit the lids, the caps out, <laughs> and then I start just spitting them at him.
1: <laughs> and that starts cracking us up because it's funny. I mean, it's yep. inherently funny. Um
0: And then I sit down, and then uh, and then he's like, "Okay, well, that's everything there. Now, what do you want to know?" And I'm like, "I want to learn how to masturbate." <laughs> this and kid who's is clearly like, been watching
1: porn, by the way. Yeah.
0: You already know, and I'm like, oh, and then she hits me, but then he yep. draws. What I presume is a hand on a dick, (laughs) which (laughs) then really starts cracking Gribnish off. Maybe that is what it is. Uh, Uh. And then I say, and then I say, how about her? She can't
1: do that. And Uh that's when she claps his head on the desk laughing. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's all right. I could not for the life of me, but I'm glad that you, from context, figured out what filth was being spewed at that point. Okay. I've got, now I've now I've got to revisit very quickly. I've got to, Now I've got to. Uh, <laughs> good God. This is funny. Uh, I mean, right near dumb. The end. Very yeah, dumb.
0: Very dumb. And then he says, then the class is over. Uh-huh. And he says, "We may leave mm-hmm. you, then you, then you. Please leave single file out the door, and then yeah. we all go different
1: directions at different times." <laughs> you walk. Into I a walk table. into a table. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, and that's it. You know, it's funnier. Obviously, uh, for those who aren't aware, it's much funnier when a person chooses to be hurt in a scene. Um, much funnier. That's why I'd rather watch Mister Bean than a snuff film. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, snuff films can be funny. Oh yeah, I but mean, don't get me wrong.
0: Not as not as funny as planned comedy. It's the right? real snuff films that I like are the suicides.
1: <laughs> Is that? It's it's if it's a self snuff, a, a, a sluff, <laughs> no. a snelf, a snelf. No. <laughs> I can't make the title of this snelf film. I really can't <laughs> do that. I'm not comfortable so far as the only candidate but uh <laughs> i was i was on a zoom call and i won't call this person out although i have invited them on the podcast solely based <laughs> on this joke uh or this line of humor uh we were talking about something today and uh one of the other people in the zoom call was saying we were for some reason we we're shitting on eric clapton and the other person was like you know my two favorite concerts were eric clapton we're all like oh well i don't know he's like but my least favorite concert of all time was also eric clapton And then the other guy was like, yeah, yeah, but to be fair, it was just a couple of days after his kid fell out a window, and then he's like, let me tell you stories." like, oh, no, no, don't say stories! And (laughs) he just kept, just, and I'm like, oh, you'd get along with Dan. Um, Just based on that, that vile, dark, uh, darkness. um, Today's been a weird day. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I also, have I, I don't know if I've shown these to you, Dan. I showed them these, and then uh, they didn't, nobody knows, I've been working on them, but, um, so they're there's that there's that comedy album
0: i like it um bill cosby is a very rapey fellow
1: mm-hmm uh let's see oh this one's good uh bill cosby is a terrible bartender these days <laughs> uh-huh uh let's see and then i'll show you one more so it's not all visual
0: uh, i do enjoy that the eyes are all blacked out
1: yeah yeah, yeah. uh oh Bill uh, anyway.
0: Cosby coasting on a legacy, very nice.
1: <laughs> so uh, it's yeah, true though. It is, it's right? It's very true. There I mean, there's things
0: I say that I'm never going to be able to remove from my vernacular mm-hmm. because they're mm-hmm. so ingrained. Uh huh. Right, like I can't. I'm always going to mention the chocolate cake for breakfast. Mm-hmm. For breakfast, I'm always sure. I, I'm gonna be mentioning that. Um, right. Yeah. The. Also, yeah, there's, there's several things that I have a tendency. It just comes out, just comes out. Sure, and it's just because he is a huge part of culture. Yeah, yeah. Too bad he's also part of cancel culture now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, not too bad that he was canceled. Sorry. Let me be clear. Let me be clear.
1: It's too bad he had to be canceled. <laughs> I knew, what, I knew what you meant. But uh, yeah, too <laughs> those, bad those were... bitches had to speak up. That's what you mean. That's yeah. Too Fuck bad them. the fucking women <laughs> Wait way to ruin comedy. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> uh yeah there are about eight of those or nine i don't know how many i have but they're all pretty good i got one where he's punching himself i've got one where i drew handcuffs on him some real good stuff um Uh, what's your drink sponsor by the way my drink sponsor this week dan is dr pepper and root beer dr pete and root beer no what nope nope (laughs) no 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 No. No. dr pete and vodka There it so is. So confidently said, Doctor Pepper and root beer. Even did a big and then, voice, and then you're like, "Wait, wait, wait! Sorry, sorry, I messed that up." Doctor Pete, Pete and root, root beer. beer.
0: <laughs> to be clear, I don't want I don't want to be to be mistaken here. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ! <laughs> well, uh, but, uh, I guess I'm it's, having I'm mm-hmm. having
0: uh, ginger beer mm-hmm. and apple flavored Crown Royal. Ooh,
1: that sounds and good.
0: It's, it's actually really good. We tried it. We had we had some. Ari was was jonesing for trying something new I mm-hmm. didn't really have anything that she wanted to drink that night mm-hmm. and we were saving the apple for her because i know she likes cider and stuff i don't really like it very much yeah so i'm like well this is for her anyway so i'm like i sit in there, i'm like what could we mix apple with that yeah. she would like and i'm like i was like don't we still have some ginger beer and she's like yeah i'm like what if we mixed these and she's like that sounds pretty good mm-hmm. so we did and i like it because the, the ginger beer cuts some of the extra sweetness i don't like in the apple flavor right 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 that's fair
1: that sounds good that sounds like an apple pie drink sounds like or basically a it's a little
0: it's very bitey ginger ale that we have or yeah ginger yeah. beer but okay. but it is it definitely is like that mm-hmm. i would bet if you got a ginger beer that
1: wasn't didn't quite have as much bite to it hmm I bet it would taste like an apple pie. Um, I'm very annoyed right now. So what you're seeing is better for my eyeballs. I have my bar light that I was using. It's a very long LED bar light. Uh-huh. Um, and I was using that, but that is the brightest thing on the planet. And <laughs> fortunately, because Zoom is pretty good at auto-adjusting, this much dimmer light works better. And it's, uh, uh, long story short, it's from Daiso. It's $1.50, this light. And it works really well. Uh, but I bought a ring light finally. Cause I'm like, uh, lost my job. I'm going to, I'm going to try for a brief period to see if I can get any kind of YouTube following. I, I will just, I'm going to burn, I'm going to knock out some videos about shit. I actually understand. And, uh, so I got myself a ring light, but I am not going to open it for, the fucking the shit can stick around on plastic for nine days and i do not have the patience to like wash every piece So i'm just gonna wait nine days then open uh-huh. it and after nine days i'll have a beautiful ring light and we'll see how it looks by that time wait what's today the 23rd yes okay well i won't have it for a drinking game but still right after that i'm gonna start making me some videos dan um, so if so you guys listening want to hear jay talk about something why don't yeah. you go ahead and uh send us a communique yes there we go i'm gonna mostly talk i i don't know Either do comedy on vinyl uh, stuff where I do, like, you know, just facts about comedy albums. I'm just realizing as I, like, literally, I'm like, fucking, who cares about YouTube? And then I'm sitting there subscribing to stuff from, like, I would never think that would be a good idea. Like, literally, there's an English guy who's like, these are the five differences between England and the United States. And, like, he does it and I can't stop watching. And there's, number one, it's I love listening to English accents. Right. Number two... I think the numbers thing just works. I think it sucks me in, even though I don't want to admit it. <laughs> You're like, "What's number one?" No, I need to know not what number one is. Oh my shit! Yeah, it'd be different if he's like 25 things. I, I don't care, but he does five between five and ten of these different things. I'm like, and he's charming and funny, so he's perfectly fine. He's you know a good host, um, but his videos don't look great or sound great. Um, he doesn't even use a mic I would use for those. He uses a, uh, a Yeti, which is fine, but I wouldn't use it for what he's using it for, but he's still, whatever. He's, uh, he's living off of his YouTube subscribers and I'm like, what am I missing? And he's my age. (laughs) Like what, what am I doing wrong, Dan? (laughs) So
0: you got to find that, you got to find the niche. You got to find that niche. Uh, I did a a news radio. And you need to be, you you need to be entertaining, Jay. Oh, oh,
1: but how do I, how how, help, help, help. How, how, do, <laughs> how make happen? I don't know. man. Um, I have something that uh, once we get deeper into doing our Star Trek podcast, a little more host with their own Picard, everybody, if you want to check that out. Um, as we, at some point during this other call I was doing for news radio, we, there are going to possibly now be two news radio Zooms every weekend. And I'm fine with it, but it's, it could, it could overwhelm me. But they start talking about football. European football mm-hmm. and during it I'm like huh what's going on here I'm like oh and then I start opening a package of Star Trek the Next Generation cards I'm like hey you guys ever seen this episode so I forgot I have this those many c- packs of Next Generation cards and I'm you've like you never even opened never I was gonna sell them because I remember you had a ton of them in I had the a attic a ton of them yeah and I'm like I'm not gonna sell these so I'm like these will now be conversation pieces on the podcast once we get to it so I've got also I found that the most Pogs I have, and I brought this one up before, I have about 30 Star Trek Pogs. So we're going to have Pog Corner. We're going to have uh, Trading Card Corner. Um, guys, if you want to hear two guys, white guys talk about Star Trek playing cards or uh, trading cards, you go to host with their own Picard very soon. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Or we'll talk about the episodes that we've just watched. Could be that. God, we're going to have to take notes on old episodes that we took for granted that were just entertainment. know. Now they're no I know. entertainment. Now they're homework.
0: Yeah, and looking at them like with a retrospective view too. Mm-hmm. Cuz there's some episodes I've probably not seen. Oh, sure. Sense. Cuz like yeah. I think Ari and I watched through episode through season 3 together a couple years ago. I
1: think it's about right with me and the wife. I think but so. then
0: there's going to be other episodes that I
1: haven't seen since high school. Well, at that point you probably didn't hit uh Iborg, did you? Or wait, no, is that Hugh. Is Hugh Iborg? Hughs Iborg. Hughs Iborg. The, uh, I mean the Locutus ones then. Do, you didn't hit those yet, did no, you? No, we like didn't get four? those yet. I think that's season 4. Guys don't fucking hold me to it. It's been a while. <laughs> um but yeah, no, we hadn't even got we hadn't gotten to Locutus. Okay. Okay. So All right. Well, we've got we've got a lot of stuff to cover. That'll be fun. We That'll be good. And um oh god. I I think I'm just stalling cuz I need to burp. Oh <laughs> jeez. Well, and I can't. Oh god. Mm no. Wait, what is it? This is really bothering me. Whenever this green screen only slightly works, it really... And I have to use an actual green screen. That's that's the hard part. Is that... Are you... Oh, I was going to ask you if you're using your green yeah, screen. Yeah, this isn't fake. I'm vague. an idiot. I mean, this yeah, isn't real behind Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, not real. I didn't think so. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, what We podcasted not that long ago. But I've already... Oh, it was with Karazi. That's why it's it's different in my brain. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a special episode. What's new, Mr. Jew? I don't know why I called you, Mister <laughs> Chew. I'm in a mood. I've had some alcohol.
0: I'm going to Reno oh, next week. Jesus Christ! Why? I mean, For I know a last why. Last minute, last minute new <sighs> store opening. They're not even gonna be fucking ready. Is anybody They don't even be, have a business like be that, that. Oh no. Is anybody going
1: to be in the the store? Is it just going to be used so you can be safe? Just or? other
0: Norco people who are setting it up.
1: Do you have a hazmat-y sort of suit you can wear? Is there No. Nope. So just a mask I guess and gloves? Yep. Is that Probably not gloves cuz they're just going to shred anyway. Mm.
0: But I I have I have plenty of Puril.
1: Well, that's good. And you know you can. And you there's can probably get... going to be a lot of times where I am by myself in there. Yeah, and you can loudly say "back the fuck up." I need to do my work. So I guess that's something <laughs> that would be me. I, I would. There's no like, yeah. I would be, it'd be bad. It'd be bad news if that were me. But that's why I don't do that for a living. When are you going? When are you? Tuesday. Tuesday. How long are you going to be there for? Probably just a couple days. All right. Try to right. just try to kick
0: all of it out and get the fuck out of Dodge. Are we? Pot- is I my goal. going to Reno? it's a sub it's a a sub sub community of reno (laughs) called sparks actually (laughs) oh you're going to sparks nevada that's right next to reno
1: uh sparks nevada is a funny character on um thrilling adventure hour they just named a cowboy character because it's a great name for a cowboy (laughs) (laughs) uh sparks nevada so good okay so you're going to sparks uh well we can't promise anything but should we try and podcast then um, I'll let you know. I'll yeah, bring yeah, yeah. my stuff. Yeah, bring but your
0: stuff. Like I said, I'm trying to just kick it out. Yeah. It's so like they the may jams. be like 12, 13-hour days. Yeah, that's fine. Just, no, no just so I don't have to stay. No, of course. Because there's there's literally no infrastructure there. The place was a paint oh, shop, okay. so I think the only... Well, they like sent pictures saying, look, there's internet in the walls. Or like, for one, <laughs> what? And for two, those are phone
1: lines. <laughs> So that's I, what I I'm really, dealing with. I thought that's <laughs> where that was going. I thought, I'm like, there's, that's not. No. Oh, my God. Okay.
0: So And they don't even have drop ceilings. This is going to be a fucking. What's a drop ceiling again? Just, oh, wait. wait that's when, where there's, biz-
1: there's a gap, so you can put wires and shit. So I can there. just throw a wire.
0: Yeah, I don't have that as an option. So. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet.
1: You should I, we not. Had,
0: we had a week to plan <sighs> this how
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so then, I mean, where, where do you get cable management supply? Is that something you carry with you or something they should have there or something they can order for you? This is We're getting a detector. I'm just, I'm just not.
0: I've got, I've got like a patch panel and a net shelter and stuff, but I'm just not sure how the cables are going to get run. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing if I'm just going to. By the way, for in In Yakima, they didn't have drop ceilings, but they had a freaking. Uh-huh. They had the, the entrance of the crawl space was by the network equipment, and mm-hmm. I could just dump a. They had an in-ceiling light. Mm. In one spot so I could take that out of the ceiling and then mm-hmm. I could throw I could at least reach where I wanted it to come down in the wall Okay, here it doesn't look like that's what they have either oh. it Looks like you know, just those lights that are screwed to the ceiling mm-hmm So I don't I don't you, know what I'm doing. Yet. Have you
1: ever just see here's what I would do this would be my problem This is one of the many reasons. I don't do IT for a living <laughs> uh, I would be like hey, you need to put it in the budget that you're gonna get me like an endoscope, um, so that I can just like every time I feed cable, I've got a camera and I know exactly <laughs> where it's going. Because it sounds like you're doing it kind of rough and ready, and just whoop, and then you kind of rough. Yeah, know where it's going. and thing even if that was an option, it's not like we have one. I know, but I'm so just
0: and and if you want to order anything technical, it's going to take you at least like
1: five weeks to get it. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that makes sense my god by the way um uh, i was gonna say this for anybody listening when dan starts to talk deep tech that's when i'm all of a sudden i don't tune out but i'm realizing oh right yeah that's that's why dan does this for a living dan's like i got a, <laughs> a, a patch cabbage and a an endorphin nozzle patch I mean, cabbage is accurate you patch cabbage and a that. dwarf nozzle those are the two things that you said earlier i'm pretty sure And a yep you nailed it you got it in, in, in a, one a, in a lisp wizard and a, and a flong perish mate. Flong Porter. Yeah, Flung Porter. Mm hmm. That's a really good one. Uh, I should send you a sketch by Hugh Laurie and, and Fry, Stephen Fry that is that, but it's like one of them is out of hardware, and they're like a spilch onion, and they're just, they're all like actual hardware. Although at one point, this was not a f- term that was well known. It would be funny if they invented it, but I don't think so. But he's like, oh, yeah, I need like five felching pens. Like he just wanted to see if he could say felching on TV in 1990. <laughs> And he got away with it because people like, "Oh, nonsense word." And, yeah, uh right? it's good stuff. It's very funny.
0: Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to upload some pictures because I want to show you a thing we built. Dan's going to show for me this thing they built. It, and, and initiated by this was something that Scott's been wanting to do. So, oh, did I tell you that that my coworker Scott became the director of IT? No. Yeah. So, um, and there were things that my prior boss. S- like things he said were difficulties he was running into that mm-hmm. S- Scott is not. So now we're wondering how much of that was a bullshit clash of personality over a clash of mm-hmm. culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. like, um, S- Scott saying you know we need to modernize the IT area. Sure. Because how are we supposed to get more people in here when they could just go to Compunet that has a much more modern. Culture, ping pong mm-hmm. table, things mm-hmm. like that. Sure, sure. So he's managing to get almost the entire floor now. Only HR is still left in mm-hmm. offices. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be ripping out literally every cubicle and doing a much more open design with collaboration tables. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually redoing the carpet that's been there for 55 years and, <sighs> ooh, ooh, and, okay. and tearing out the wall of the conference room to put in a glass wall because mm-hmm. right now we're like living in a dungeon. So that'll give <laughs> us light. Yeah. And you want to know how many times they've said no to him? Hmm. Zero? None. None times. Wow. So this whole time. Oh. So there's just, there's some. Oh. Like, he, and here's the thing is the biggest thing that my prior boss complained about mm-hmm. was saying that the CFO mm-hmm. was always, uh, you know, blocking him from being able to do things and blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And you know who suggested that we actually change oh, no. things up? Uh-huh. The CFO. It's, and then Scott's like, well, I wanted to do well, you know, get some new carpet. He's like, well, we haven't done anything in that building in like 30 years. Probably time. He's like, we have a whole budget for remodels and how much of, we haven't spent any of that on IT.
1: <laughs> like, what God, the... are you kidding
0: me? Maybe it's that... a reset of the guard helps. Maybe. I think it was. a. I think it was a personality clash. Yeah. That got inter- interpreted through a filter.
1: Maybe it's. Uh, I can't remember who did the character on SNL, but you know, he was the, this ultimate sort of, uh, Oh, Jimmy just, Fallon. Uh, the, yeah. The... Yeah. The it guy that everybody still somehow thinks is the it guy, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that generation of it person sort of, uh, versus, you know, the, the people who were raised on computers who aren't like that most. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think so. Or um, who internalize I actually, it. <laughs> I actually had a lunch with my prior boss and of course he was trying to recruit me. Of course. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> it, the conversation was pretty funny in that one, he was saying, you know, basically he's, we're there there. He's doing over there what we did at, at, at Norco for like the last five years, mm-hmm. you know, like back to, you know, fixing everything, blah, blah, will come in, you know, on, like a cavalry. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's excited to do that. And I'm thinking, I don't want to do that again. Oh. I don't want to step back no. and build it back up when no. I'm at a point right now where I'm doing new stuff. We're moving right. to 0365. We're building yeah, out yeah. a new data center. We're going to work on redundancy across multiple data centers. We're doing mm-hmm. all this really cool stuff. Yeah and he's asking me to go there no and fix old computers
1: basically Mm-mm. and no you've I'm, been working so hard on making something manageable why would you not want to finally reap the w- rewards of that's like,
0: what i was thinking and he offered me a a decent pay sure, increase sure 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 of course um but at the same time they don't have an esop and he said they buy they bought him out of his esop but then i look at it from You know, you look at your 401k and how badly that just dipped because Uh of the economy. Mm -hmm. Sure. My 401 is
1: terrible. It no longer exists. It never (laughs) exists.
0: But Norco, you know, the ESOP is based off of Norco shares, which are private shares, not Uh like publicly traded shares. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, we had one of our best months in March. Mm Mm-hmm. So why would I step away from that? I can step yeah. away and put that into a 401k, but then it's not building the same way. Sure. And I don't have as much of a direct, like I have a direct influence on my ESOP, right? Because it's based on how much money Norco makes and how do I control how much money Nor- Norco makes by doing a good job and helping other people do a good job. Sure. I can directly impact how much money I make. Yeah. Off of that. And on top of that, Scott you know, intimated that he's having discussions about making sure pay Matches expectations because, again, how do you get people and mm-hmm. keep people when they could literally walk across the street and get a job for better money? So, yeah. on top of that, I am have a feeling if even if it doesn't match what I'm offered, it's gonna be decent. Sure. So, it's just one of those things I'm like, but then he also said, too, he's like, you know, I don't have like, you know, the CFOs, like the name of the CFO, I don't have anyone like that blocking me from doing things. I'm sitting there going, <laughs>
1: neither does Scott. <laughs> he doesn't have this problem either. Oh my this is like, they're, a good burger. They're trying, what a good burger this is, huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're trying they actually want us to do more and go faster on what we're doing. And to do that, we need more people and they're like, yeah. "Okay, how many?" Like Okay. <laughs> like yeah. I I I and I have no appetite. To, I'm I I'm definitely I'm not a dollar chaser. Sure. Like, give me a few dollars more. Isn't going to draw my attention. Right. Ari and I, Ari, I. was talking to Ari about this, and she she kind of said, "You know, you and me are kind of nihilists. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not defeatists. Sure. But we realize that there is no ephemeral, you know, raisin detra. You make it yourself. Sure. Yeah. And you do what you enjoy. Yeah. And try to live a happy life. Yeah. So. If I run after that extra few dollars. Yeah. But then end up in a chaotic environment that's mm-hmm. stressful and behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that good for me?
1: No. Probably I not. I'd, I'd be driving
0: not... again like I did
1: a few years ago where I was almost always on the road. Yeah. Right? No, I, can I don't tell do you that. from 10 years of experience, it's not worth it. It is, <laughs> in fact, soul crushing. <laughs> Even if you can manage to make stuff while you're doing it, soul crushing. Not worth it. Yeah. So. So in the long run, like, I have absolutely no appetite to
0: leave. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm being offered a significant enough amount. Right. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I don't, I don't like moving. Yeah. Like I hate moving houses. I sure. also hate moving jobs. Yeah, of course. I just hate dealing with, I mean, dealing, I have such a great relationship with everyone I work with. Yeah. It's and it an sounds unnecessary like there's stress. decent people over there, but there's some people that I would probably have issues with.
1: Yeah, of course you would. Because they're fucking cuz they're fucking idiots. Yeah, but having to also fall into a new culture and figure that shit out when you again are at some place that is at the very least reasonable and at best pretty damn good. Like, you know, even if mm-hmm. it's not perfect, cuz that doesn't exist, like you you got to people don't remember that pretty damn good is is as good as it gets.
0: Well, like you for know, the last it's... 4 years, my prior boss was saying, "I would love to have this whole floor. I would love to have this whole floor." Mm-hmm. Scott's been in the
1: chair for 2 months, we have the whole floor. <laughs> The fuck, Jesus like, <laughs> Christ, man! That's just yeah. That is what you have is uh, you had somebody who is dissatisfied and might be chronically so, mm-hmm. uh, and again, it's very much like hey, it, 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 people who get who are easily poached are also people who like to poach and who are like. And I don't, I'm I don't, he's, I don't out. think he's easily post poached because mm-hmm. people had approached Oops. him throughout the
0: time there. I oh, think okay. What, but what I think it is is we had. For all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. fixed Norco. Right, what he was sure, brought in to fix, sure. we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That part. And I think what he likes doing is fixing things. That's fair. Be and a now we're moving, I And guess. now we're yeah. And now we're moved to the arm of it where we're getting more proactive and yeah. growing and yeah. improving. And it's a lot more on the business and a lot less on IT. Just having to get on the road and do shit. Well, and that's the whole.
1: And plate, I don't though. think
0: he like. I don't think he likes that. Well, the thing right? is, you, I think like, he likes being the cavalry. Well, it happens when the cavalry's done? Right, and they have to hang out in the city for the next fifteen
1: years. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, and you can't. I mean, that's the whole point. Is like, if you've got people there again who helped build it up, who who enjoyed building it up, who are going to like enjoy solving the problems that will be now incrementally exactly. less difficult to deal with because you've now got a hold on all of the infrastructure you are in fact in control of it you in fact probably exactly. created it exactly and that was that was the big push and that's what we're doing and and we we met that goal we this achieved is, it this is the point where you get uh you get this weird we were talking about this on this the the zoom call I was on earlier that the american dream is mostly bullshit uh, yep, if you f- absolutely uh, is. And you can't just keep, you can climb your way to the top and become garbage if you feel that way. But most of the time, that's what happens. If you climb your way to the middle, but you also feel a, a sense of satisfaction actually having done something, like that feeling of accomplishment that some people mm-hmm. literally are going to pick you apart and be like, nerd, why did you enjoy all that data? Do you know why? Because I'm trying to solve a problem and I've solved one and I've now helped other people solve problems. That's a genuine feeling of accomplishment. It so is. It, if it comes with, some sort of reward, not all the reward in the world, but if it comes with some, then it's like, oh, cool! I found this sweet spot where I can be comfortable, yeah. feel accomplished, and continue to feel so.
0: <laughs> like, well, there's there's articles nice. out there for from you know in business like sites and and magazines and stuff where they're talking about how they need to fix this whole work life balance thing that millennials have. Mm-hmm. It's like about that uh, you can't fix it Mm-mm. because we realized. There's no commit like in the '50s. There was a commitment of the business and the person, right? When mm-hmm. you got that, that was your career. They helped you through your path. All sure. that, right? Like sure. that was when you started somewhere. You could feel like I'm going to make partner one day, right? That, right. You watch all the movies from the fucking '70s and '80s about <laughs> business people. That's the thing, right? Yeah. And then when that gets messed up, that's it's a huge soul crushing thing. I mean, mm-hmm. they even play with that in The Wrong Guy mm-hmm. when Nelson Hibbert has <laughs> been. <laughs> married the boss's daughter, but he didn't marry the favorite daughter and that but That's right. <laughs> right. But nowadays so there's fucking and and the current environment has definitely shown mm-hmm. that there is no 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 the the business kid does not care give a crap about the cog. Yeah. For the course. most part. Yeah. Most businesses you're just a cog and there is no you know they talk about your commitment to the company, but there's no commitment from the company. Yeah. So why the fuck should you get a commitment from the employee?
1: Yeah. Did, right. Do you,
0: I mean and the so, only
1: way that I succeeded at the last place I worked, which I can't name drop just for my own just conscience, uh, but the place I worked, I. I had to manipulate my way to get what I needed, and I needed like this bare minimum to survive <laughs> and that was also part of the one of the things that was like, Ugh gross what is this how I'm gonna live the rest of my life so having any, a reason to quit was actually quite a bonus, yeah you, you know,
0: but yeah, so it's just we don't have that anymore right and but at least I know from Oops, sorry like yeah. my at least my immediate supervisor hmm. Like, there's a there is a commitment from him. Yeah. Right. And so, why would I leave that for the uncertainty? No, no, of no, no, a no. Sports equipment company.
1: No, no, that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's no good. No, that's no good. It's, it's not
0: even any, It's nothing I'm interested in. Right. <laughs> At least, I mean, I'm not super interested in the med- like the medical or business side of CPAPs, but I have one. Sure. So I, so I get
1: why it's important. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> And, again, you are interested in problem solving. That's, I am. And, I mean,
0: and when it comes to a company like that, there's a lot of problems, right? Of course. With PCI of course. And, yeah. and HIPAA and all that. That's, those are... Those are difficult problems to solve. Mm
1: -hmm. And tech stuff is always going to be that way because there's always the the bonus. The the reason tech works. By the way, this is the most serious we've ever gotten in one episode. (laughs) But the reason tech is important is because there's a whole portion of the population who wants tech to serve them and wants no other involvement with it. Yeah, they don't they don't want to
0: do anything with the tech other than have the tech do what they say. Right. I say a word.
1: The tech does it. Yep. End of story. And that's why I'm in the middle, happily in the middle. I would love <laughs> to be served by tech, but do you know what? Most of the time it doesn't do enough for me, so I try and tweak it and do what I, I would like to do with it. And then, you know, you got yourself, who um, can do just about anything, um, which is so why I try and this not ask did
0: you to not help copy me with so What did I'm you do, Dan? To, what did you break? I'm going to try to copy this image, and I'll just send it to you through Hangouts. How dare you? Because it was a fun project, and again, something that had been discussed but never... Mhm. never actually happened. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, Dan. I know. I had to take a screenshot.
1: How dare you, Dan? Uh, um, I don't know if you wanted to know, but I ordered some pants from OldNavy.com, and they're on their way. I just wanted That's to good let to know. know. Yeah. It's very good to know. I had some credit with Old Navy, and I said, you know what? Just spoil yourself. Just spoil yourself. Okay. So I sent it. Oh, I sent it to Aerie. <laughs> hey, Aerie, look at this thing we both know about. You
0: Actually, easy. she hasn't seen it in the in oh, the flesh okay.
1: yet either. So. Well, there we go. I'm waiting.
0: am waiting. have. I just. I hear this. Is like a perfect example is when I when we accidentally send something to the wrong person because mm-hmm. we just assume the tech knows who we're talking
1: want to sure. talk to and yeah. just send them the thing. Hmm. does that all the time. <laughs> She's. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, got so
0: it. we've had a thing that we always called the store in a box, which is uh-huh. basically we have make sure we have all the parts that if we needed to turn up a store because mm-hmm. of an emergency, we could. Mm-hmm. So Scott's like, why isn't it in a box? Right.
1: I can't no. open. I'm hold on. I'm trying to zoom out. I think it's on my end. I'm having a little bit of a. Here we go. Yeah. Ooh. So it's a. Whoa! It's a, wait
0: it's a minute. A, it's a DJ rack. That's what that is? Okay. It's a DJ rack. That's why you can see at the top it's slanted because that's where you put your, your turntable or whatever. Hilarious. Okay. Right? But it has a lid that covers it. And the front mm-hmm. d- cover converts into a table.
1: Yeah. that That is fucking remarkable. Is that already an aspect of the original thing? Yeah. Because it, what it's designed is you can put your systems and stuff on. So you can just roll it so out. Wait, so a regular rack fits
0: in there? Yeah, they use, this, they use the same specifications. What the fuck? That's amazing. Holy so, shit. So I've got the bottom is a, is a battery backup, and then we got yeah. a switch, uh-huh. and then the, the router. Wow. A, like basically, you know, a PDU, which is a fancy word for server power strip. Mm-hmm. And then above that, and then we left a space for passing wires. And then above that is a cradle point, which is a cellular internet connection, which runs into the router, which runs into the switch, That's which crazy. is kept on powered by that. And you just plug in whatever you want into there, and boom, you got a store. Wow, in the box now, and behind it, you can't see it, but there's an access point.
1: Uh huh. So you've got Wi-Fi too. Wow. So wait, now let me understand. Is this a thing where I've got all the stuff ready to go, bring it with me, and I install it there, or I leave the box there? This is going to stay the way it is. That's amazing. And I'm going to put up. I'm
0: going to put up that sh- that box behind it is the regular net shelter that we hang on the wall.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm going to put that up too with the switch and everything, so that when real internet comes in. Mm-hmm. All the all the all we have to do is coordinate with our uh, provider to just mm-hmm. put in the router and plug it in.
1: Wow!
0: Right, but this until then, I wheel this in, plug it in, and then that's going to be designed to be able to go multiple places. This would also solve the problem. Uh, remember how I went to Pendleton because they flooded, right? Uh huh. Let's say it flooded so bad they had to be closed for a month. Hmm. You wheel one of those out there into a freaking hotel room or something. Boom! You've got a store.
1: Yeah. Holy Everything shit. you need
0: to ring stuff up or i was saying even like what if we were at a trade show oh yeah we have we have nortech which is we sell freaking robot arms and shit oh so wow. what if okay. you went to a freaking tech conference saying here's what we provide mm-hmm. and someone says oh i could really use one of those robot arms mm-hmm. instead of saying well why don't you go ahead and get a hold of one of our stores and yeah 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 give them a cool down period and say okay how many do you want just bring oh. them up right there boom that done. would be
1: remarkable. Wow." Right?
0: sidewalk sales you could use this for like a sidewalk sale right yeah of course you could right we used to do that all the time at uh, pure beauty
1: how much are those cases i'm look i'm just so you know i, I uh love it cases, was so this is like about hard,
0: 500 dollars right? for that particular one it's the tallest okay. one they sell okay they have a they have a one that's about four inches shorter mm-hmm. i think that was like 300 something if i recall oh wow so they have you- they sell a version of that too where um the top and the front both become tables
1: wow right so you can have tables on both sides That's brilliant. That is a really smart piece of fucking tech. I just my thought was like, Oh, cool. So they got a case, they customized it, but no, this is how it's fucking built. Yeah. And so so then we put that shelf
0: in there and the goal of that is now there's all that open space, Mm -hmm. we can fit two thin clients, two monitors with keyboards and mice, two phones, all inside this. Oh everything
1: you need to just bust out and set up. You roll that in, we
0: put that on a truck, send it to somewhere, they plug it in, Mm -hmm. they have everything they need to function.
1: This would give they could
0: be a store
1: in Adam, a box. Adam Savage, the biggest boner. Uh, <laughs> right? Turns out he and I both have obsessions in cases. <laughs> and uh, wow. That's fucking remarkable. That's really that's very satisfying to look at.
0: It was satisfying S- to boot up too. No,
1: of course it was. And Whoa. you if you
0: zoom in, you can see um, because I'm concerned about all the metal around the cradle point. Uh-huh. So instead of using the ears on the box. I found external ones that can mount on the side, so right. I've got two antennas on either side of the box.
1: Oh! So
0: if, on the right-hand side, if you zoom in, you can kind of see the wires coming up into the antennas that are stuck on the side.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, and okay. It's a,
0: and since it's it's a wooden box, it's just uh-huh. a it's a roadie case basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's no problems with radio waves. That's great. Holy shit! So does and the they're one... all velcro, Anything anything that's not screwed on is is, is down, got right? sticky velcro. Okay, like industrial grade sticky Velcro.
1: That's amazing. So if anything
0: breaks in in the field, we can always just send another
1: one. It's very satisfying. It yeah. really is. Holy shit! I want one. What good would it do me? Nothing. But I I just <laughs> like the look of it. Wow, that's amazing. Yep. And
0: so we were talking about putting decals on it, and there actually mm-hmm. is a decal on the side of on the sides, just a little Norco decal. Mm-hmm. But then Scott was talking to our president about the box, and he loves it. He saw it. Um But instead of making like a big Norco decal on the front, which is what we kind of wanted. He's like, when you're in Reno, find a Reno bumper sticker and put it on there. Mm -hmm. Everywhere it goes, we want a bumper sticker put on it like you would expect from a roadie box or suitcase that travels. Yeah. Right. And like, that's an amazing idea. That's a great idea to show how much it's
1: been used and and Mm -hmm. what
0: it's done. And Mm -hmm. it's super cool. I'm like, I love that idea. I love it so much. I'm glad our president thought of that. That's very (laughs) good
1: wait so okay so you 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 can use it as is but do you how are you going to use it if you bring it with you to sparks nevada well since i'm running all the cables for Mm -hmm. it
0: Mm -hmm. um, basically i'm going to have a patch panel that's going to live inside the the actual net shelter Mm -hmm. and i'm just going to run the cables out of the switch in there up into that patch panel
1: Mm -hmm. okay
0: and then when um our provider comes in and brings in their internet Mm -hmm. It's just a port for port swap. So instead of coming out of the patch panel into this one, it'll come out of the patch panel
1: into the switch that's in the box. Just click, 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 click. click. That's pretty cool. It's pretty great. I want this case. I would use it. (laughs) Can I tell you, I was researching. um, On the off chance I have to uh, move... Uh, you know, especially somewhat rapidly. The few things, the one thing I decided I might get a knockoff Pelican case for is the two hard drives and their backups. I don't want those nice. going into cardboard boxes. Yeah. Uh, they have everything in them, and I am no longer putting that at risk, except for I don't have a UPC yet. Uh, I do need to get one of those. Uh, UPS, I mean. Uh, UPC, idiot. Um, <laughs> I do need to get one of those. Um, but, other than that, I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to find, there are knockoff because it doesn't need to be a fucking branded case, but I need to get a case just to put those in. It's going to be very, he- well, I might want to get them individually because they're fucking heavy as shit. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look around uh, there's two hard cases that would work for my hard drives that will then sit in a closet forever, but it's okay. You know, you never know when you might need to take it somewhere or put yeah. it away. Um, Yeah. I have a fan. I have a green fan. I was playing with it earlier and realized it's green and, Whoa, that does some work. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Well, here's a, here's a one, 1,500 volt amp UPS for $164. <clears throat> oh, that's not bad. 1,500 volt amp would probably give you, especially if the only thing plugged into it is your mm-hmm. network equipment, say, and your uh, hard drives. Yeah. Since you wouldn't probably be actively pulling from them, since your computer would be off. Uh-huh. Uh, that would probably give you hours of, of backup time.
1: Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, all I would need is... Literally enough time to shut them down properly. That's yeah. all I would need. So you could also look at some Five of these minutes.
0: like, like six hundred volt amp ones that are sixty bucks, right? And mm-hmm. you just make sure your network equipment and your hard drives are on it, because then mm-hmm. you can connect, still be, get on the Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah. Even if the power's em out, down. and shut them down safely.
1: Okay, that's good. Because then the not... worst I've lost is whatever I was just working on. I don't give a fuck about that most of the time. Or <laughs> well,
0: here's a four hundred twenty-five volt amp one for forty-five bucks.
1: Hmm. Yeah, send I me mean, whatever you think is. Um, you know,
0: oh, it's APC, so it's actually a known brand. I was like, is this some off brand thing? Right, right,
1: right. Let's see. Does it say how long I think it'll last? Um, literally, it takes at most 15 minutes to shut one of those hard drives down, so yeah.
0: So, this is and these are built for, for a desktop setup, and it says uh-huh. 37 minutes.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, that's perfect.
0: And so, you probably get more because it does not pull the same amount of juice,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So. that's pretty good, yeah.
0: There you go. There's your there's your tech tech minute. Tech minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll call that a minute. Uh,
1: um, what was I going to ask you? I don't know. Um, do you, I actually have memories of shooting our sketch? I can't believe we're going back to the sketch. That never happens in this podcast. I have <laughs> m- Memories of shooting this. Do you I do any?
0: too. Actually, I remember this too. Mm-hmm. I think we had a really good day that day, and that's why I remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's
1: usually. I, I think it was, at least for me, it was having the freedom of, of just having a, a set. Like, because we, anything that wasn't the house or the barn was like, oh, wow, this is like a real set, is what it all Yeah, right, was. yeah. Because it's put together, <laughs> it's clean, which, good God, Dan, every time I flip through and watch something we shot in my room or the attic or the barn, it's just. Clutter, clutter, Or the basement. Or the, oh God, or the basement. Yeah, it's it's just (laughs) gross. And so this is like, oh, cool, we can just work free. And I think that's why, I think why I appreciate being on sets, why I appreciate being in a (laughs) black box theater with nothing in there, where it's like, cool, imagination time, you know. Right, yeah. It was just, and then, you know, sure, all it is is, we didn't really do much beyond this looks like a classroom, I guess we're acting in a classroom today, but... Still, it gave us the freedom I, I to play. I feel like also we all have,
0: we all want to use freaking white erase markers.
1: Well, when, of course. When
0: you're younger, you like it's all you know. You don't get to just mess with them. You don't do that. No, I mean the are new.
1: Oh my god, we're so old that white erase those were new. That was a new thing. <laughs> like our schools didn't have them. No, but we the, still had chalkboards. Hospital did. Yeah. So yeah, folks. Dan and I lived in a time when when chalkboards were still used in schools. So that's fun and weird. Um I interviewed. When i was a-
0: in when I was in college one of the mm-hmm. classrooms had a whiteboard mm-hmm. and uh the teacher was a fairly new teacher and she it was my calculus class huh? oh, no. and she was she's just loves math mm-hmm. and she would just get so into it by the end she was literally head to toe covered in chalk. <laughs> She was like a five foot nothing lady. Just covered it. She had to like reach all the way up. Oh my god! And she just and her her face. Uh huh. Holy shit! She's doing all this, and then she'd do
1: this, so she could do the (laughs) next bit, and then she'd wipe away, and then next bit, and. The only thing I ever liked about chalkboards was when I discovered in music class the the five. The five. Oh man! Holy shit! That was so satisfying to watch. Like. (gasps) And I don't. I didn't care about music. I never learned music from that. Like I could have. Could have been the beginning of a love affair with music. But it was it's just a just love like, affair oh, with fucking chalk. <laughs> yeah. Like this is amazing. Uniformity <laughs> that exists. <You're>
0: like, <laughs> like you got the wrong lesson, Jason. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. My OCD <laughs> picks up the wrong lesson a lot of the time. She's <laughs> like, oh, uniformity is so nice. Uh, I interviewed my first Muppeteer today, Dan.
0: Oh yeah, How's I've that? interviewed.
1: Okay, I lie. I've interviewed a Muppeteer before, but I've never interviewed one of the original five on Sesame Street. Nice. Uh, I interviewed Fran Brill, who is the voice of Prairie Dawn and a million other things, but Prairie yeah. Dawn's the big one, and uh, it was fun. I love talking. I love talking with people who are a generation or two above me. And then and for whom I can give a comedic, uh, a revelation about comedy. And I, you know what, that's true. That's like, oh, good. That's one of those things that makes you feel good when you're like, oh, cool. Cool. I still have good ideas. That's nice. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, we were talking about Mike Nichols and Elaine May. And uh, yeah, I got to talk with Prairie Dawn for an hour. or well, actually, it's a bit longer. Normally, they don't go long anymore. But I did. It was fun. It's a good time. That's all. I want her to sign a record, but um, she doesn't live here. Uh, so. so I'm gonna have to get her to sign. She does have a gold record. She has a gold record for the Muppet Show record. She has a gold oh, record nice. on her wall. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, I want
0: it. Wait, so did anyone who was on the Muppet Show <laughs> record got a gold record for it?
1: I guess so. If your voice is on it and it go, you know, it sells whatever gold is, which I think is half a million, and then it's platinum's a million. I could be totally wrong. I have no idea what the numbers are. Maybe no, maybe gold is a hundred thousand and platinum's a million. I don't know. Whatever it is, but yeah, I think I guess so. She got one. I mean, <clears throat> there are only certain people who are um, you know, probably credited on there, um, I'm assuming. Because she didn't do yeah. a lot of Muppet Muppet voices. It was mostly- um,
0: Gold record, managed
1: to sell 500,000 units. Okay. I thought maybe. Okay. That's a ton. That's a ton. That's so Ooh. many. It's also a very good record. Uh, we could have talked the Muppet record too. It's, it's fun. Except for the one really depressing one, which is Robin singing a very sad, depressing song.
0: Is it halfway up the stairs? Yeah,
1: yeah. halfway
0: up the halfway stairs. Halfway up the stairs is the stair where I sit.
1: <laughs> it's a song There's I no never knew until that reference.
0: Sta- <laughs> I actually had never. I I probably saw it on the show, but I didn't mm-hmm. remember it. But there was um. Uh, um like a Muppets album that came out not long before the mu- new Muppet movie came out, mm-hmm. but it wasn't connected to it where there was just a bunch of different artists doing covers. And that was one. Oh of them. yeah.
1: The green album, right? Isn't that what they called it? Is that what they sort of, if I remember correctly? Cause I think, yes, yes, yeah. I think it was. It was just a bunch of celeb covers, including like, okay, go and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah.
0: Okay. Go did the uh, Muppet theme. They what actually have a fits. video for it too.
1: That's so good.
0: And they, they've got like this single machine. Cause they've got like, you, there's some, um, theremin type sounds and stuff so it's like Mm. but they have like a machine that has all the different electronic instruments in one Mm -hmm. i don't think it's actually what you know like a functional one it's just a set piece and then the muppets end up showing up and wrecking it up
1: okay that's pretty good (laughs) that's pretty damn good yeah i like it's weird to talk to a muppeteer and you're like yeah i desperately wanted to be one and like that never ever happened but like you still have all of this import in my brain because you're like come on you worked with Jim goddamn Henson. Also, right? I will tell you the big difference between getting to talk about Jim Henson and maybe it's just because more time has passed, but not much more, is that any time I bring up Phil Hartman with anybody, not people who knew him really, but other people are like, oh, so tragic. It's like, can you just not he yeah. had a he had a great fucking funny career. It's tragic because you cared about him, right? Yeah. It's tragic yeah. because it's
0: it's it's hard because that's a it's an embedded it's an embedded instinct
1: to commiserate
0: over something yes 100 right? it's just it's a human thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that's where that that's what that's born out of yeah 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 for sure and, i mean
1: yeah. I've i've got you know i've got a program from his memorial over here sitting on the wall and it's like i get it like it is a huge part but it's it becomes everything and whenever they air a special it's always building up to it whenever i read this what would have been a great biography but all i could feel was how much it was building up to it it's inevitable yes but it's also like just because it ended there doesn't mean that's what we had to talk about we could, there's there's a yeah. whole i think i think of his life
0: um i w- i would enjoy one that introduces it as this happened mm-hmm. and now let's celebrate the life of the guy yeah but, and not build up to it because i already told you about it now yep. let's
1: go just enjoy what they did yeah and it's weird right. cuz that instinctively happens when they when anybody talks about Jim Henson it's it's never about doesn't it suck that he worked so hard and he got pneumonia and died uh you know a special type of pneumonia it's never and again it's different because it is tragic it is murder it is a very different thing it is yeah. his wife it is other it, there are also a lot of other embedded things in that that um But that at are, the same time it's yeah.
0: like Okay, well most of the folks watching this know that already. So Yeah. Yeah. Tell me was, something I don't know. Tell exactly. me Tell me about this one extra gig that he never mentioned and people yep. don't even realize he was in. Oh my god. And there you he is what? when he's twelve, right. doing whatever. Right? That like shit, I love that shit. Yeah. And he
1: still has the same voice. <laughs> I wouldn't be entirely surprised. <laughs> And he did so much work before then. Like, so much. Like, nobody talks about his graphic design. Nobody talks about his other stuff. He made a whole comedy album that never got released. Um, His brother released it, and I, at some point, want to really talk him into making that a vinyl release. Um, Because if I could be involved in Phil Hartman's only vinyl release, I could just die right there. Um, But, you know. um, Yeah. I I watched
0: a... Kind of in a similar vein, I watched a uh mini doc that someone put together about Gene Wilder. Oh, okay. And right at the right at the start it, it drops what happened you know, that he's no longer with us. He passed, sure. blah blah blah. But then the whole thing was he was talking about uh, his acting and basically his um, phrase, how he describes what he does is react naturally. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Right?
0: That's what he said he does, and that's because they talk about how like him and Richard Pryor on paper Probably shouldn't work.
1: No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Very different. But styles. because Richard Pryor just tends to be above, mm-hmm. like he just he he's a very big actor. Like, mm-hmm. um, so uh, Gene Wilder just reacts naturally to him and, and to the scene that he's in. Yeah. So Richard Pryor's doing all this crazy stuff, and he just says, he's quiet voice just says something that's a good reaction to mm-hmm. whatever he said, just what a normal person would do. And possibly because it's like, no one should act n- like no <laughs> one should be acting like this is normal. Right. Makes it hilarious. Right. Like, he's not. And they're talking about how he's not looking for the singers. He's not looking to sure. one up. He's yeah. looking to compliment. Right. He's the butter on toast. And yeah. so it it lifts up everybody's. Com- oh, actually, I think I told Eric he's like salt right oh uh-huh. uh, yeah yeah even, yeah. A, even a hilarious really person good. you sprinkle a little bit gene Wilder on it and it just lifts it oh, up yeah. to that extra comedy level that and he builds up other people
1: he's one of the few people who came out of the actor's studio and shit who like a lot of those dudes could be very successful and good but also super pretentious he had a little bit of pretension but i think it was actually mostly since to me since it was guided towards making people laugh based on what he did i obviously find that more interesting yeah. uh but like i don't know if it, he talks about it in that but he talks about it quite a few times the whole blue blankie thing in the producers have you ever heard him talk about that no okay and they so, didn't mention it in there okay so there's a moment where he's obviously got his blue blankie and uh at one point max takes it from him and he's like, "Oh no, don't do it!" And he like, it's he turns red and he looks like he's gonna die. And he uh-huh. said, "He's like, well, I had a little dog at the time, and I just imagined that he'd just taken my dog from me." And like, that reads. If you watch it, that uh-huh. reads. And it's like, that is one hundred percent like sense memory, which is all they talked about in the actor studio and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, but it goes to serve a great comedy moment,
0: right? And that's because he's. He's using a real life idea. He's reacting naturally. Yep. You yep. took something very important from me, mm-hmm. and he's just, hes the king of 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 um, overdone anger, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, not overdone, but like sure, sure, just sure. excessive. Mm-hmm. Like he just explodes with such great ability. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, would like Willy when Monka he does, that you don't feel l- him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Willy Walker
1: is that good without him.
0: No. I don't think we've seen a single one that has been not even mm-hmm. the Tom and Jerry one.
1: <laughs> Forgot that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Yeah. That was a terrible, terrible. Yeah. thing. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, but yeah,
0: but that thing again to yes. circle around that yes. started talking about what happened, but mostly just went through and talked about how he was happy and then talked about how like at the end of his life, he didn't really want to do that kind of stuff anymore. And he was focused oh, yeah. on his writing and mm-hmm. how great that was too, because he writes naturally. Yeah, because it's the same concept. He puts the same concept and
1: energy into his books that he did in his acting. I'm so sad that the book that I got to meet him for, uh, which is called My French Whore, which I think was actually his first book. Uh, it was the reason the book even existed was it was a script. It just never got made. And but if you read it, it's a book based <laughs> on a script, clearly written for uh-huh. Gene Wilder to play. He describes the character as though it looks like him, and you're just like fuck this movie needs to i love it i love it it's, <laughs> it's not like farcy farcy farce farce it's it's a it, but it's very funny and i would kill to be have it made and also star in it i'm too old now <laughs> to star in it but like i would love to see that movie happen uh yeah it would be so so good i did try you know what i i will give myself credit i i called up called up the producers or the people who own the rights to it or somebody somebody who was whatever and they were very nice about it they're just like oh okay well yeah here's who owns the rights and you can contact them and i'm like thanks so much i never did obviously (laughs) i don't have the money to make a gene wilder movie happen but now it could i mean i don't have the money but it could still happen right it would be good it's all about him it's all about a kid from milwaukee gene wilder right Uh, but it's during world war ii i think and he gets caught behind enemy, enemy lines, <laughs> enemy lines, and uh, but he can speak German because he comes from, I think, a German family, and basically uh, stays alive by pretending he's a spy. If I remember correctly, that's the loose idea of it, and it's Got complicated. It. It's good though. It's very good. It's nice. a good book. It would make. I'm sure it would make a great film. Um, Dan, yeah, Dan, what do you want to leave the folks at home with this week? Oh no, I'm sorry. What do you want to promote, Dan? Anything? What's How about up? of Dyson Dens? Mm. First That's new episode show. since the
0: Meowathon coming out on Monday. Oh, which nice. Will probably okay. be, uh, already have happened by this co- time. This comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually having a lot of fun. Oh, editing yeah, right. That. This is. I got. I got after. the scene where you guys were eating that soup. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. For the yeah, soup yeah. that was made with like every flavor, and we talked about the starter hot dog. <laughs> Gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was super gross. That's funny.
0: <laughs> but um, it was very funny. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's, that's what we're at there. Sweet. Wait, so how many? Well, whatever. We don't have to talk about the technical. That's good, though, that we have some <laughs> of those left. I'm glad.
0: Yep. We so Com.
1: Go there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and then check out the Professional Blur podcast. The first, um, season is over, but the next season starts very soon. The season premiere will be with Jimmy Pardo, um, um yeah, oh, such a fucking fun episode, really good, and then, um, oh, I was gonna say a drinking game, uh, you guys missed it, because, uh, we're doing, we're still doing them by Zoom, um, we just did a Clue, I'm sure it went great, I'm sure I did a f- bang-up job playing Mr. Green, um, and, uh, that happened, um, oh, and- oh can i i can tease it um but there's another podcast (laughs) possibly coming out in the next few (laughs) weeks um tying up the looking forward uh movies but it's going to be a podcast but now since it's zoom it'll be video again because i might as well right i mean yeah why not you know why would i not it's just not going to be interesting video it was never interesting (laughs) video it was never interesting at all the only times it was it was never interesting it's fine um that's it dan what do you want to leave everybody with i feel like you're gonna Uh, read from that book I was going to
0: read from this book again. Please, Dan. Please do. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> you and your classmates have been thrown into detention, oh, no. accused of committing a serious breach of the school rules. Mm-hmm. As you work to uncover the true culprit, you discover the truth. It's just the start of a chain of events that will lead to an ancient one awakening in the academy.
1: And I'm going to leave you with, uh, what was our word? Was it snelfy? No, what was it? Snelf. The Snelf. Snelf, ladies and gentlemen. The Snelf film. Snelf. That's it. It's terrible. I said it wasn't going to be the title. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Miller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 208-557-DJCH. That's 208-557-3524. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, PO Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy, or find everything in one place at danandjay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!